this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. We say RIP to a real one. It's prom night and things could not possibly get any more chaotic. Or could they? It's the Society Recap. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz What is up, everybody? We are back for another episode or two episodes of Netflix's The Society, and it went <laughs> zero to 100 real quick. I am your girl, Drew Jones. Nino's not here, but he will be here next week with us. But I still have two lovely ladies with me. Do you guys introduce yourselves? Hello, everyone. I'm Brianna Cheyenne. Hi, everyone. I'm Anais. And, oh my gosh, let's get into it. Yes. So much happened. One word to describe both episodes. Go. Just one dramatic. Yes. Speechless. That's all. I can't say anything. It's just so much. I, I feel, wanted to say OMG, but no. I feel like the hesitation was like my one word. Just the uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that frozen moment, right? Like it's just so much. It just was like, oh, okay. Now just every, it's going to hit the fan. And yeah, we're just going to have to hold on to it. Um, but you guys, we're going to talk about episodes three and four. Make sure to stay towards the end of the episode because we do have some really fun segments. We have a new segment called Lead Banish Jail, which is kind of like F. Mary Kill, but, you know, society style. Plus, we got to crown our prom king and queen, so make sure to stay tuned because we're getting we're getting wild up in here. Um, so we hop right into episode three with the boys... <laughs> Being boys. being boys. And Cassandra is like, you know what? How do you control boys? You get to their girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And so she has a town meeting with just the ladies and um they kinda she kinda, you know, puts a little bit of a bug in their ear and she has them put the bug in their boyfriend's ears. What did you guys think of that conversation that she was having with them? I thought she was super smart for going that route. I think that is so clever. Um, and guys don't want to admit how much power and influence their girlfriends have over them. Yeah. But Cassandra, being Cassandra, she recognized it. She went with it, and it worked. Mm-hmm. And I think it's something that actually it's something that we've been talking about in society just now. It's the, oh, these all these men or specifically white men are running the world, and we need more women in power because. And also, I've just seen in the news a lot of organizations. Not all men are bad. Just let me preface by saying that <laughs> not all men are bad, obviously, but. You know, a lot of organizations that are run by all men, men, where it's all men, you know, football, like, 
leagues and like churches a lot of bad stuff happens when they don't have a female influence so it's good for both men and women to work together so I thought it was something that was very relevant yeah yeah I really like this show because it definitely is a reflection on you know how we govern society and whatnot um it actually I, I looked at that because she said in this episode, you know, we actually kind of outnumber the men, and so I was curious to see what the the numbers were in America, and we women actually do outnumber men, um, okay. and so our vote, you know, ladies, it does matter. It does mm-hmm. matter. But, um, you know, word spreads, the guard has that really funny conversation about socialism, <laughs> and they do their little China. high school musical, like, pep talk and yeah we now we are now a working functioning government yeah for now for now for <laughs> well for literally like for like 10 minutes yeah, yeah. for 10 minutes was so strong 10 minutes though i was so proud of them i was like oh wow they're all working together they're making food they're actually wearing they're still wearing the caps even though there's no health department that can check on them in the kitchen because i worked in kitchens before i'm like wow they're actually following the rules even though no one can yeah. check on them so i was very happy and proud and then yeah so while we're having this meeting one of the girls walks in with a full-blown prom dress, and she's like, I did not spend, how much did you say, like 700 Yeah, something this, like that. Just out of curiosity, do you guys remember how much you all spent on your prom dresses? I want to say I probably spent maybe almost 200 uh, I did not go to my senior prom. Junior prom, I went with my girlfriend. So I think I spent 80 bucks because I was not into prom. So. Yeah, I spent a couple hundo. I'm, I'm embarrassed yeah. with how much I spent. Especially with it. alterations and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's an investment. And looking at my dress now, I'm like, that's ugly, and I ah! am stuck with that for forever. But um, they just through it, Kelly is inspired, and she decides what's a better way to get the town to come together but to have a prom. Mm-hmm. And everyone's super excited about the prom. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Someone who's not excited about the prom is Harry. <laughs> Harry is... How do you guys feel about Harry's um, means of adapting to this new society? Well, I said it before. I'll say it again. As a fellow only child, I understand the frustration of having to share what you didn't have to share before. Mm-hmm. Um, Harry comes from clearly a very well-off family. He basically gets anything he wants, nice car, and, you know, he has the biggest house in the town, it seems like, (laughs) and so he has to adopt all these people that he didn't even talk to when, you know, they went to school together, and now I have people in my fridge drinking my juice and taking over my room. It's it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's mm. yeah. I definitely feel for him a little bit. What do you? What about you? Uh, and I? How do no, you feel? yeah. I definitely felt for, bad for him. He, mm-hmm. Especially, it just seems. I don't know. Just very sudden. Like everyone just barged in. It's like whoa. Keep, like give me like kind of slow it. Kind of make mm-hmm. it. More, uh, I don't know if they could kind of do it at a slow pace, but it's just like all of a sudden like. Pfft. 
like mm-hmm. all these people. Yeah. I will say it does feel super packed. Mm-hmm. Um, four to a bedroom does seem like a bit much, yeah. but I do understand that they don't know where their resources are coming from, so they do have to be super scarce on everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a conversation that was actually had amongst Harry and his guy friends that I kind of want to talk mm-hmm. about because oh. um, it was <laughs> it was really heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Talking about Cassandra being in power, there's a lot of very like rapey yeah. um, conversations about her. How did you guys feel about that conversation? Uh, I, I felt like that's probably how some guys talk, but yeah, it definitely gave me chills. Like, especially hearing Harry. Oh, yeah, or I don't know if it was Harry or some of the other guys saying that Harry was gonna give it to her in the way that she would like it or something. I think it was yeah. Harry. And then when he brought up about her being dead, yeah, I was like, what? I was like, this can't possibly go over well. Yeah. What are you thinking? But you know what's interesting? I wonder if the guys would have that same calm reaction if Harry wasn't the most popular guy in school. Like, could you imagine if Campbell said something like that? Right. And everybody would be Mm. up in arms. Mm -hmm. Um, But because Harry is really known, like I said, popular, good looking, Mm. and to come out like this and literally everybody just like stayed quiet. And I'm sorry, but I feel like silence is support. Unless you actively speak out, you're Mm -hmm. co-signing. Well, like to bring it into like law, if you're in the car, if you witness your homeboy murder somebody right. and you don't do anything about it, you're now an accessory. Yeah, you're murder. an accessory. Um, the actor who played Harry actually wrote, uh, Alex Fitzalan, he actually wrote a post about the conversation that Harry and the guys um, had, so I'm just oh. going to read it really quick. He said, there's some really awful stuff that Harry and his friends say about Cassandra in this scene in episode three. It was, if, if it already wasn't made clear talking about someone the way that way is not okay under any circumstances, it's underlying misogyny and attitude that's completely toxic. It's been dismissed as locker room talk, which can um, which cannot be used as an excuse. And honestly, it's not even a real concept. Your words have impact, no matter the audience or where you say them. If someone around you is saying similarly awful things about women or anyone, you should call them out. And then he goes on to praise the society for being a show that's really tackling all of these issues and I thought it was great that he um, commented on it just because Mm -hmm. like although we know this is his character character. and not him I think it's dope that he as an actor feels responsibility to talk about how this isn't okay yeah so Um, thank you for doing that I'm so happy let's talk about the prom dates because you know some people linked up Mm -hmm. Um, not necessarily romantically but you know (laughs) prom proposals were had How do we feel about Will and Kelly in this moment? Because I'm personally a little annoyed with Kelly, but I was annoyed with her yesterday, so... (laughs) I'm still annoyed with Kelly. What do you guys think about Will and Kelly? Uh, I'm, like I said, I'm still annoyed with Kelly. Um, Will, Will, he's just a typical guy. Like, he doesn't see what's in front of him. He doesn't Mm. see that Allie is the girl for him. Mm. And... It's like a grass is greener type of yeah, scenario. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And so that's why they just look weird. The dynamic. I just is weird. want her to stop. I feel like Kelly's kind of stringing him along, mm-hmm. and she's. I feel like she always needs to kind of feel like there's a guy that like is wants wants her. Like she wants to feel wanted all the time, but she won't give them that back. Like 
okay, if you just want to be friends with him, stop flirting with him, start stop giving him like girlfriend vibes, and then he gets the wrong idea, and then get you get mad at him, <laughs> or get frustrated because oh we're just friends, girl. Like if you want to be friends, then act like a friend. So you don't think okay. she likes him? Um, well, I think I think she just like likes the more the idea of like having a guy around. Mm. That's what I. And think. I mean, definitely wrong. I like I feel for her because she finds out in this episode that her dad and Harry's mom are having an affair. Oh, yeah. Mind oh. you, Harry's mom is only six months fresh out of Harry's dad passing away, mm-hmm. but Kelly's parents are still very much oh. together, very married. Um, so she's kind of going through all of that. What I didn't like though, she told Will basically to ask her the prom. Exactly. And then she was like, I'm not going to prom. Like, right. I just felt, yeah, I felt no, like it was leading him on. It's not, it's, it's not, don't, don't do that. Don't, you're playing with a guy's heart. Mm-hmm. You know, you wouldn't want a guy doing that to you. Okay. Yeah. So, so, but she, she used like the, the affair as a scapegoat kind of yeah. to not go to prom. And I just don't think that's valid. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that. And I feel like that's such a thing that I don't want to be that old person. I am a millennial as well. But I feel like that's such a millennial thing as we're like, we we use you know trauma or whatever as an excuse to like have crappy behavior, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's like no, like take responsibility yeah. for your, your own actions. This yeah. thing sucks, and I feel for you. However, mm-hmm. you don't get to like unload it onto the next exactly. person. That's mm-hmm. not how not life works. Um, Sam and Becca um, go to prom together. Sam and Becca are my favorite friendship. I think right now, mm-hmm. I just really love the support that Sam has yeah, for her. I too. love that he supports her, like, moody. Mm-hmm. She's very, um, like, Janice from Mean Girls, where she's just like, <laughs> I'm not part of the norm. I'm not going to prom yeah. for posers. And, and Even he, though deep down, she probably would like to be a part of it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. on the exterior, she has to have that look. Um, but kind of an... I, Kind of a newer couple gets introduced during prom. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I feel like it's the beginning of something. Mm-hmm. Sam and Grizz have, like, a really cute conversation. Mm-hmm. And I picked up romance vibes. Me too. And I'm here for it. But what, are you, are we, are we team, um, what are they calling it? What are the kids calling this? Graham? Grim? Graham? Graham? <laughs> Let me know in the chat Graham, <laughs> what sis. what what their uh, what their couple name is. But do we support them? Yes. Um, sure. I, I was not picking up romantic vibes, but if that's what happens, sure. I mean, they're both great people, and they deserve both deserve love, especially after oh my gosh, after Sam made that little speech about like wanting to be loved. Yes. Like, yeah. Okay. If Grizz is the one, okay. Yeah. That's why I feel like they're a thing because they introduced that earlier mm-hmm. in the episode. His little speech about like we're gonna be stuck here for who knows how long. Mm-hmm. And sure, somebody might be closeted, but yeah. you know, I want someone to love me publicly. And right. I was like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Enter so, Grizz. Enter Grizz, which they would like. I'm just like I'm so pro. And I just loved how he, you know, wanted Sam to teach him more sign, sign language. language. Yeah. So <gasps> because the thing cute. is, like, they've never talked before. Mm-hmm. When everything is normal, now mm-hmm. all of a sudden you want to know sign language, right? <laughs> okay. 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 All right. We see what you're doing there. Picking up what you're putting down. I'm um, another couple that kind of comes together for prom is our boy Gordy and this presidential Cassandra. And I really like Gordy and Cassandra, and this episode made me really freaking sad. (laughs) 
Like, he, listen. He, I'm sorry, but Courtney was a default date. Aww. No. Yes, I'm no. so happy for him. I, I thought finally I feel going like, on a date together. I feel like Gordy's like her Stedman. Default. Aww. No. <laughs> She couldn't get Gail. <laughs> oh. Who's the Gail in this? <laughs> because Allie was mad at her. Mm. That's why. Hmm. Oh no. I really I think she really does like him. I think they're cute. I think she was in this sep- during the prom I felt she was warming up to him more. Yeah. You know. Exactly. I think she gave the opportunity. I think mm-hmm. prom really switched it up for her. But because I think because you know how she last time you talked about how she's more type A and this time it was a time for her to just have fun. She doesn't have to be responsible. Really. Yeah. I can let go and you know have fun with this guy. So I felt like yeah. Yeah. But you know why I think it's the default thing? I feel like the conversation that they had in the church that she had with the girlfriends of the, the guard and other mm. guys, I think that girl's comment about, oh, the only reason you want, you know, you're against oh, the boys is because no boy wants. wanted to date oh, you. Oh, yeah. I okay. think that shook her a little bit, and she was finally like, you know what? Let me just give Gordy a chance. Mm. And that's why I consider it a default okay. thing. But do you agree that she at least was coming around to him throughout mm. prom? Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but unfortunately, love, oh. love, <laughs> You found love in a hopeless place, and then it was fizzled out because our poor girl is just trying to clean up this bot mitzvah, Mm -hmm. and she takes the trash out, and we see a dog out of nowhere, and then what happens? Bang, bang, Cassandra's dead. And I just want to know... Bang, bang, she shot me dead. Like that once. Anais, you uh, haven't watched the full show yet, so I want to know who you suspect as of right now. Dang it. Uh, I had su- suspected several people. I, one was before I finished <laughs> episode four. I thought Allie maybe Ooh. Um, she could be putting on the performance of a lifetime. I don't know. Um, so I thought maybe Allie, Harry, definitely after what he said, uh, Campbell for sure. And then I think those were my top three. But then later that eggy guy that creepy guy that had the gun. I think it's like Eggy or Eggy. Oh yeah, the guy who tries to break into like the grocery store. So maybe those four might be a surprise person later, but those are the four that I thought. Okay. Um, So we pick up episode four with the aftermath. We're watching Gordy literally take bullets out of his girlfriend. Mm. We are seeing, you know, this like eulogy that Allie has to give and she's just like a complete, like her demeanor is completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, Will's on the defense for her in his, you know, beige turtleneck sweater he's got going on. <laughs> 4C curls ready to go, ready to fight. Not 4C curls. <laughs> <laughs> um, but everyone is shook. Everyone's shooketh. Yes. To say the least. Uh, how do you guys feel about the current tension and, and what do you guys feel like Cassandra's death means for Newham? <sighs> I think it's just a moment where absolute panic is going to ensue. I mean, we already saw that mm-hmm. it brought everybody to um, another level of nervousness. Yeah, I didn't know so many people had so many guns in their houses. Right? For a small community that was supposed to be, like, family, I'm like, why do you have so many guns? It is Connecticut. Mm-hmm. True. So... 
<laughs> but, they're, they're a little more yeah. happy. So it, but you know, it, it um, it just it just sucks because it was a pointless death, and it's really just going to be snowball effect from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of also thought without their leader, they need to they need to find another leader because yeah, everything's just going to go crazy. And I'm glad they you know they did appoint Ali even though she didn't want to. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that we did the top three yesterday <laughs> who would replace Cassandra because we wouldn't be able to do it really today because uh, she already passed away but um, yeah uh, go, go Cassandra hopefully I mean Allie hopefully nothing happens to her go yeah so while while Allie's I'm kinda, scared for Allie as of right now technically we don't really have anybody in charge yet Allie's in her grieving and we see that everything is quickly you know falling apart people aren't showing up for shifts Mm -hmm. Um, you know people are starting to get a little reckless Uh, people are bringing guns to the cafeteria Mm -hmm. yeah that Um, that scene I I felt sorry I just felt like that was also kind of a a reflection of yeah because that's that's kind of something that comes up a lot Mm -hmm. when there's another shooting Mm -hmm. oh we need more guns but I, that's kind of a scenario that I felt would actually happen if everyone had guns. Somebody would just like be triggered by somebody else and do 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 do. Yeah, everyone's yeah. gonna be shooting. So that, I don't think that's gonna help. Absolutely, so. because now we have it. We're in a time where teachers are all of a sudden trying mm-hmm. to bring guns so they can protect themselves. So that scene right there made me say, "Wow, this is probably gonna be." America in a couple years. Yeah, I I found this conversation um, that they were having really interesting, and also. A lot of time with TV shows, when they want to go the political route, sometimes it feels very force-fed. Mm-hmm. And I really like that this doesn't feel force-fed. Mm-hmm. This is just yeah. very organically part of the Subtle. story. Mm-hmm. Um, but I find it very interesting, the gun conversation, just because a lot of these actors are Australian, and it is a zero-tolerance yeah. gun policy. Mm-hmm. And they confiscated, banned all guns. Yeah, yeah. they, they uh, haven't had a mass shooting since, like, 1978 or something. Like, like it's been decades. That's amazing. Um, and I th- so I thought it was very interesting, and I and I would be curious to hear their thoughts on mm-hmm. America's gun policies, because obviously New Ham's kind of reflective of our gun policies. Mm-hmm. Um, but the conversation, basically, Helena brings up a great point of, like, you don't know how you can find, like, you can't find all their guns. If mm-hmm. someone wants to hide a gun, they can hide it. I mean, Homegirl had, like, Mm-hmm. 10 and she could use them yeah and it brings up the great point that like she clearly knows how to safely use them and whatnot so she shouldn't have them taken away from her because she's sh- has proven she's responsible right mm-hmm. with them but so it kind of shows that perspective from the of the like in real life of the responsible gun owners that you know there are some gun owners that do want more stricter you know gun laws and mm-hmm. background checks and things so I feel like she kind of is kind of reflects them. Yeah. You know, not the crazy, crazy people with guns. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I love that we got to see so many different opinions and, like, you know, points of views. Um, And speaking of opinions and points of views, we love hearing your alls, and so... Uh, I think you have a way that they can, you know, continue to share their yes, ideas with of us. Of course, of course I have a way. And it's super, super easy, guys. We love hearing from you guys. And all you need to do is subscribe to us, follow us on Twitter, on Instagram. You can rate us on iTunes. You can comment on YouTube 
anything possible. We want to hear from you guys. Tell us what we're doing great. Tell us what we're doing bad. But we love the love. You know, we love the love, of yes. course. So, um, yeah, just reach out to us. Yeah, thank you guys so much for rocking with us. We do have a live chat going on. I do see you guys. Shout out to Ivan Soto, Dr. Lee Two, Alyssa Ramos, Michael Pollard, Erica. Um, and I know there was more of you in there, so keep commenting. I am reading them, and I will shout you guys out. Um, let's talk about L.N. Campbell, <laughs> because, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Zero to 100 real quick. Yeah. We have this very creepy parallel um, scenes going on where Sam is kind of telling the guard and, El- and Allie and Will and Becca about how his brother is a full-blown psychopath. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, we're not seeing... Not surprisingly. Yeah, not surprising <laughs> at all. Meanwhile, we're seeing he and Elle interact. Um, how did you guys feel about that, oh that scene as a whole? You could go first. I mean, just cinematically, it was... I thought it was great with the editing and everything. Um, but I was scared. <laughs> for Elle, like, she's gonna die. Really? <laughs> yeah, I thought she, I thought, I really thought she was, like, he's gonna, you know, kill her, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, that didn't happen, but I was not surprised at all to find out he was a psychopath. And I was a little suspicious, because I'm not a fan of his, uh, I was a little suspicious that he was the first person to turn in the gun. I thought, no, you're not you're not really that good of a guy. That's something a psychopath would do. Because you want to make people you wanna manipulate people, you want people to think you're a good guy because like Sam said, he doesn't feel those emotions but he knows how to mimic them so he knows what he needs to do to get people on his side. So that's why I didn't really trust him and like somebody else said too, he could have other guns. Just because he turned in that one gun doesn't mean mm-hmm. that's the only gun he has. So I was scared for L. And some other points in the episode, I thought maybe he was being physically abusive to her. I don't know why. I just got this feeling, but I guess maybe that's not happening because she doesn't have bruises or bruises or anything. But yeah, I was scared for her. <laughs> um, I had the exact opposite effect. <laughs> <laughs> I when I saw Ellen Campbell uh, in the room and they had that scene, honestly, I was like, "Wow, they found love!" Oh, wow, <laughs> maybe you like. I don't know. I don't know. I told you guys, I like the bad boys. I like the crazy yeah. guys. I love the crazy characters. So when I saw him with someone just as crazy, I mean, let's be real. Ella's not an angel. She's not an angel, but like, she's not a psychopath. But she, we don't know that though. We don't know that. I mean, okay. We're still very early in. But I just feel like someone who feels that comfortable to go to Campbell's house and stay there and do what they did, you know, on their first date. I'm like, okay, you you kind of found your match in a way. I see it as her. she might have, maybe not daddy issues, but just issues where she feels like nobody wants her. And there's one guy that finally wants her. She feels wanted, so she's going to be more attracted to that. I was going to say, I definitely think Campbell is drawn to her due to the fact that she is such a lone wolf Mm -hmm. and doesn't really, and she has like these social anxieties and I think Campbell and Elle are a great example of not all abuse is physical there's Mm -hmm. mental and emotional abuse and that's like his biggest ammo is his mental and emotional abuse towards her and the idea of like you're just like me. No one would possibly want to be that's around you. manipulation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that's um, what some toxic guys will look for. They'll look for the girls who don't have anyone, who are lonely, because 
they they know if they say the right things to her, mm-hmm. they can get her to you know fall in love with her or whatever. So. Yeah, when we look at it like that, I totally agree with you guys. Mm-hmm. I think I was like I'm looking at it more in an empath- empathetic way mm-hmm. because I see how lonely Campbell is, and then I see how lonely Elle is. Yeah. So when you put that together, it's kind of like oh, finally you have a partner yeah, in crime in, well, in a way. Yeah. With him being di- diagnosed as a uh, psychopath, he doesn't have empathy. He doesn't feel right. actual emotions. He can he can like mimic them, but as far as like actually feeling them, he's not able to feel any real emotion. Mm-hmm. So I definitely like watching it. I was very concerned for her, um, and still am concerned for mm-hmm. her. Um, but I'm I'm interested to see how it plays out. But mm-hmm. the episode does kind of wrap up with Allie. You know, after getting kind of like verbally dragged by Gordy, um, with her, you know, taking up full leadership, um, and her kind of like accepting that she's not her sister and she has to figure out a way to lead in a way that's going to make sense for her. Mm-hmm. Um, so, how do we feel about Allie as the new, the new lead, the new lady president, if you will? It's kind of worrisome in a way because she's not Cassandra. Um, they're very opposite. Mm-hmm. They love each other to death, but they're very opposite. Um, however, I do have some faith in Allie because they she's she's so close to her sister. Mm-hmm. And I feel like knowing that Cassandra is gone, she will do her best because she knows that she has her sister watching her and she mm-hmm. wants to make her proud. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's a really huge motivation and why she she has potential to, you know, take over. Yeah. I definitely think she has potential, which is why she was the only female on that little list about who would, uh, uh, you know, who might take over Cassandra and because of the reasons that you said. And I, I, I definitely just think she has it in her and she has... I guess, like, that strong character, I feel like she can stand up for herself, which is necessary. And, yeah, I I, I believe in you, Allie. <laughs> We're rooting for you. I will say the the final scene of her, be, like, calling her mom's voicemail Aww. and just kind of, like, having a breakdown was really sad to watch. Like, I really... Because mm-hmm. Allie is one of those, like, I like her, but I'm also, like, I don't know if I how much I like you Mm -hmm. but that really I think that kind of hooked me in as a viewer to be like okay I really do want to see Allie win um but did you guys have any more thoughts about the episodes before we hop into our special segments well, I just one little thing in the beginning of the of the third episode I felt like Kelly I, I really liked that Kelly stood up for Cassandra you know she passed away already but when she told Gwen to shut up I was like yes yes girl yes, power Kelly, come on get you know just be more independent <laughs> be stronger don't think you need a guy just keep more of that would be nice from Kelly I will say I like that Kelly got a little bit more of a backbone mm-hmm. these two episodes I'm mm-hmm. still annoyed about the whole like yes will situation mm-hmm. um just because, like, don't lead people on if you're exactly. not, like, fully into it. Exactly. But um, I, I did like that she, you know, told Gwen to shove it, essentially. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let's hop into our segments. Let, uh, so our first one is Lead Banish Jail. <laughs> yes. Normally that sound stresses me out, but yeah. I like it this time. <laughs> um, so Lead Banish Jail is just kind of like, 
uh, F. Mary Kill. I'm going to give the girls three characters, and they're going to have to choose their person to lead the society, to banish out into the woods, or to put in jail. So, our three this episode, I'm going to give you guys. Um, let's do... We're going to do Kelly. Okay. We're going to do Gordy. I want to make it a little hard. Oh. And we're going to do um, Sam. Oh, oh my gosh. So, this is hard. Lead, banish, <laughs> jail. I am going to, while you guys think about it, I will, mm-hmm. I'm going to let, um, I'm going to let Gordy lead. I'm going <laughs> to jail <laughs> Sam. And I'm going to banish Kelly. <laughs> oh, my God. For now. Don't come for my neck in the chat or in the comments. That's okay. just for now. And you guys in the comments and in the chat, let us know who you would lead mm-hmm. banish jail. Done. All right. Okay. Lead Sam. Okay. Banish Kelly. <laughs> and jail Gordy. Oh. I will tell you, Sam can lead because he is an unbiased guy. True. He's like basically Switzerland. He goes mm-hmm. with the flow. He's not a problem. He's not a helper. He's just there. Kelly, I just don't like her. Um, and Gordy, he's very resourceful mm-hmm. and would be stupid to banish someone like that. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone would respect him as a leader. True. So I think putting him in jail, at least you can have him as a resource if anything goes wrong. Pull him out deliver a baby, put him back in. So, yeah. You've persuaded me. I'm swapping my Sam and Gordy. <laughs> oh, dang. No, I actually thought the same thing. Too. I would banish Kelly. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> and Sam as well. I do agree that he would probably be the best leader. I would probably want someone like him to be a leader. And Gordy, I'm sorry. I would have to put you in jail. Because at least we can still access you if we yeah. need your help. Mm-hmm. But... Kelly is good. She's just gone. Sorry. Yeah. Um, let's see. Dr. Lee in the chat says Gordy to lead. Ivan Soto says Gordy is kind of like the VP now, so he should lead. And mm. Sam should be in prison for lying about the papers he burned. Ooh. So that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, let's see. Someone said banish Campbell. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. should. Yeah. Campbell was not an option. <laughs> he was not an option. But, <laughs> but you're not wrong. Um, but you Sorry, Go ahead. I, I, sorry, I totally forgot. Because when Sam was talking about uh, Camel being a psychopath, I, I was thinking the whole time, why hasn't he done anything? To, like, how did they protect Sam? Because I feel like if you're a psychopath, you would need to protect your other kids from from the psychopath. Well, so how, I what? think it was episode one or two when he got kicked out when Sam or when Campbell kicked Sam out. He kind of was like, "You, I've never gotten time to my. It's never been about me." And now it is. So you have to leave. So I feel like his parents probably really coddled Sam and took oh. care of Sam to protect him from oh, Campbell. Okay. That's probably where the resentment comes. Okay. Um, with them. Um, 
Let's see. You guys are not playing the game correctly. Live chat. People <laughs> are saying lead Ali, banish Ca- Campbell, jail Kelly. You lead three. Lead Grizz, jail Harry, banish Campbell. <laughs> Ivan Soto says kill Campbell, not just banish, kill him. Oh, right. I mean, kill wasn't even. Let's not get trigger happy. Play the game correctly, guys. Come but you guys, in the comments, in the chat, be sure to let us know. Um, play the game along with us. But for now, since we had prom, we have to crown our prom king and queen. <laughs> Oh, that was nice. Nice touch. Okay. Shout out to our engineer. Um, who are you guys nominating as prom king and prom queen? I am nominating. I will, okay. Because of this episode, and I mm-hmm. saw how well they gelled together, mm-hmm. I would nominate Campbell and Ellis prom king and queen. This is. <laughs> she loves her Campbell. Look, you guys, this is the thing, though. This is the thing. When you nominate prom king and queen, mm-hmm. usually it's, you know, a couple that just looks. That goes together. That looks good together. They have a decent relationship on the outside. And so I just feel like they're the only ones. And I just think it, they're just. They're just the only couple that I find, you know, remotely appealing. I'm concerned for you. <laughs> someone, get her, someone get her a show with Campbell's Soup. That's, that's, that's I don't know. I just like them as a couple right now. Um, I wouldn't nominate someone who's actually a couple already. I would just pick, like, the, the, like, the best girl, best guy. Uh-huh. So I think for uh, prom... King, I would pick Sam because he's so sweet, and I feel like he needs oh, that forgot. love from everyone from being prom king. And just because I feel she's gone through a lot of kind of heartbreak, being rejected, and blah blah blah, I, I would make Ali the prom queen just so she can feel some love. Like, oh yay, screw you, Will, for not wanting me. <laughs> so, and then uh, she could feel more like the kind of like the it girl instead of like. Kelly, yes, you know. My prom queen is going to be Bean because she did a great Aww. job DJing. <laughs> <laughs> and I love, I think she's yeah. so precious. Mm-hmm. And then my prom king is going to be Grizz. Because who doesn't like Grizz? Uh, he was my second choice. He's okay. just a likable guy. <laughs> yes. um, but you guys in the chat, uh, let us know out of those nominees who you all vote for prom king and prom queen at the end of the episode, we will announce. So be sure mm-hmm. in the chat to let us know. Um, while you guys are voting, let's do our top three OMG moments. Each of us will pick one OMG moment of the two episodes. Who would like to go first? I guess I'll go first. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think uh, definitely Cassandra getting shot. That, because I didn't... I, I, I thought it might happen. I did say that um, the last episode, but I didn't think it was going to happen this soon. That's kind of why it was more shocking. I thought maybe... You know, it might be a fluke or something because sometimes they trick you in movies or TV shows. You think someone actually got shot. And, oh, mm-hmm. somehow they survive. So I thought it was going to be something like that. But no, she actually did die. So for me, that was the biggest OMG moment. Um, I'm going to say Sam and Grizz having their moment at mm-hmm. prom was so cute. I saw it coming. Mm-hmm. So it was super, super cute. Another... Um, is when Gordy was taking the bullet out of Cassandra. Super mm. depressing. Um, it takes a strong person to be able to do yeah. that. 
Um, and I guess my third one, of course, would have to be Cassandra getting shot. Cause first of all, shout out to her because she played the heck out of that role. It's so hard to die like that mm-hmm. and be so convincing and watching her take her last breaths and mm-hmm. then the lifelessness that was gone out of her eyes was amazing. Yeah, she yeah. killed that. She killed that scene. My OMG moment would be the parallel story between the bird that Campbell killed Aww. when they were a kid and then him with Elle and that kind of and her being the bird mm. symbolically. Um, that whole scene was very uncomfortable to watch, and I was like, and then when Sam was like, we're tra- uh, we've been, we're trapped in a room with a monster, I was like, oh, snap. <laughs> it's about to get real. But, you guys, you all voted for our prom royalty, and the votes are in, and we have a tie, so I'm giving it to... It's a double prom king. Okay. And it's Sam and Grizz for for prom kings pulling a glee. (laughs) I like it, you know. Change it up, switch mm-hmm, up the mm-hmm. the status quo. But yes. so, congrats to Sam and Grizz for being our prom kings here after Buzz TV. Yeah. Um, let's do our predictions. Well, I guess and I your prediction. Your prediction. <laughs> that sounds so creepy. Okay, so predictions. Uh, Campbell is gonna kill. People, that's pretty much it. He's gonna. I do think he's gonna. He's gonna kill L for some reason, um, and not just her, but other people. In terms of who killed Cassandra, I I hope we find out. I don't know if we will, um, but I think that's about it. It's. I felt. I don't know. It's very overwhelmed by these two episodes, so I felt like <laughs> I can't predict anything because it's crazy. So. And we've already seen the rest of the season, so we don't want to give a prediction because, you know, we don't want to get messy. But you guys, uh, did you have any news and gossip for the week? No news and gossip, but I did want to have a little moment for us since we already binged Mm -hmm. to just share probably what we would have liked to see in um, either one of the episodes. So, for me, one thing I would have liked to see was Allie make up with Cassandra before she died. Mm -hmm. I thought that was super sad because they were fighting over something super, super petty. I agree. Um, And I know that guilt is probably part of why Allie is grieving so, so hard. Mm -hmm. Um, That's one thing. And I want to get a better idea of uh, Sam and... Uh, Campbell's childhood growing up. I wish we could have gotten some flashbacks or something that kind of glued things together. Mm -hmm. But we have time, so you never know. I would have liked to see... Because it seems like Harry... Because Harry takes some drugs from Campbell during the fourth Mm -hmm. or the third episode, and then it kind of is this full-fledged, like, drug addiction already. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you don't... I mean, I don't know, but I feel like you don't develop a drug habit with one pill so I would have liked to have had a little bit more um, backstory on that mm-hmm. um, and I agree I would have liked to see Allie and Cassandra you know make up before yeah. before everything happened um, but you guys that is all for 3 and 4 we will be back again on uh, Tuesday next week 7pm mm-hmm. uh, you guys keep 
commenting, DMing the cast. Uh, we do have some people in the work, but we're going to need your all's help because they want to know that you all want to see their beautiful faces. Yes. So keep doing that. Slide in them DMs. Until next time, I am your girl, Drew Jones. You guys can slide into the DMs anywhere at OK Drew J. I am Brianna Cheyenne. That's I am B underscore Cheyenne, C-H-I-A-N-N-E. I'm on Instagram at more than you think seven. All right, guys, we will see you all next week. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.